Greetings, everyone. It is now time for Marked Safe, tales of your very favorite and most beloved man-made disasters. On Marked Safe, we discuss events and details that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Please listen responsibly. And now, here with your hosts, Brianne and Melanie, this is Marked Safe. Brianne. Melanie. Pooping in the dark. It sucks. And it's too hot to fight with these <laughs> these fucking kids. It's too hot. Oh, no. Pooping in the dark. See, it sounds like the week that you're getting into is uh, more related to all this hurricane schmurricane business. I was going to get into the interesting podcasting week we've had. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, let's just shelf this for a minute. But don't forget <laughs> that I told you that pooping in the dark sucks, okay? Oh, we'll, we'll revisit that. How could we not? What the fuck happened? Like, one hurricane shit, comes dude. and another one follows. The other one being fucking TikTok. Yeah, okay. So, all right, we had welcome TikTok hi, friends. Hi, TikTok friends. <laughs> hi, like, we're so happy to have you. It's like an army of TikTok friends. We're overwhelmed, not gonna lie, but we are excited. We're very excited. I feel like it's a completely different species of listeners. Y'all are messaging me. I like it. <laughs> I love it. I, I have love friends. engaged listeners. They're my friends too, Melanie. Well, we'll so I'm we'll trying to steal everyone. <laughs> we will see. No, they are a different species. They talk. You have Amy. Isn't that enough? They're nice. Wow, we're our old our old listeners just shitheads. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like <laughs> quiet we're, shitheads. We're still on trend to have the best listeners. Okay, so we had a video go viral on TikTok this week. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like massively. I think we're very close to a million views. Right now we are sitting at nine hundred and forty thousand views. Whoa, we, we we jumped up like within the last hour again. Yeah, it's getting crazy again today. I think there's a sexy time for TikTok where y'all just listen all at the same time. I don't know. I was telling Brianne today, I was like, this boomer like was not ready for it, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, we, we've been making TikTok videos for a few months and they've been getting like, you know, 200 views, 300 if we're crazy. Woo-hoo! And then we woke up one day and it had 3,000. We were like, holy shit. We're we famous. Really, really fucking arrived. <laughs> well, three days later, we're sitting over half a million. And wow, has it translated to new listeners? You should see our download number. <laughs> you guys are breaking our hosting site. You are breaking our hosting site and we love it and we love you and we're so excited and, uh, I, I'm I'm very intimidated by recording now. <laughs> I know. What if we screw up? What if, we're gonna. We're gonna. Uh, it's our brand. But we'll fi- we'll we'll fix it. No, but it's a big deal. Like our hosting site. Like the marketing guy. I didn't know what to do, so I just like went and rat. You know, like you go tattle to your mommy or something. So I went on <laughs> our hosting site's Facebook page, and I'm like, "Would you look at this?" And uh, yeah, the marketing guy like did a whole Twitter thread. Like it, it's it's cool. I love it. it. Yeah. It is holy shit. <laughs> 
So we're learning, we're learning some things. We're learning that um, we're not too old for TikTok. Okay, I already knew that I'm I'm 33. Well, I'm still navigating. Uh, I haven't okay. dropped my slimy sausage TikTok yet, but it's coming. Stay tuned. Yeah, you said last night that you had some plans to uh, make a Lady in the Tramp style video with your husband with uh, Vienna sausages. It's going to be so gross and good all at the same time. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. So I feel like maybe um, for the next episode or two, we may want to kind of slow down and explain recurring segments and inside jokes and, and no things. i think they're getting it because these these new tiktok listeners like they don't fucking beat around the bush like i got a message from someone today saying that they just throw all their macaroni and cheese shit like all in together at the same time and i'm that's like episode 26 i was just i just told her to knock it off <laughs> fucking knock it off where are you talking to these people twitter twitter instagram See, this is why all the friends are yours. I'm only on Facebook and TikTok. Hee hee hee. God damn it. I want them all. This is my new hobby. I collect TikTok friends. Bullshit. I started the TikTok thing. Doesn't matter. I'm You can't have them. all of them. We need to we need to roll for each one. Well what you don't understand is is these TikTok users, they know how to use they they like cross the multiverse of social media <laughs> platforms. So they're not just going to stick there and hang out with you. Every once in a while, they come up to my side of the rainbow. Okay, you're hogging the rainbow. (laughs) Hey, it has said on my Facebook profile for years and years and years that I am the the rainbow groupie. So I know. I know. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's from back when you were my my imaginary co-host that I hadn't recruited yet. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't think it's going to be hard for them to catch up. No, no, but I think we should probably mention a couple things as we go, just just in case. Can I mention but the first one? Does this involve chickens? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It should. I don't know. Can you? I don't. I don't trust you. <laughs> we can edit it out if you want to. We'll What's just, the we'll first one? <laughs> it might be a little petty. Oh, it is. I guarantee it. All right, we talk slow. Sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm from Kentucky okay. and okay. Brian's from Indiana and it cannot be helped. But I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Oh, I'm, I agree. I'm gonna I apologize. A, I'm gonna a make questionable you, review. I'm gonna make you cookies. I'm gonna make you cookies. DM me okay, your address so I know who you are. That's where you very threatening. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. So we got a three-star review. Someone said we talk slow. They said they did like the podcast, but we talk slow. As it happens, I vigorously agree. I agree, too. We It drives me you. nuts. We I never listen you. to my own podcast on any less than 1.25 speed. Usually 1.5. Yeah. I, I I think about it constantly. It it drives me bananas. I, I, I don't know I how don't to know. fix it. <laughs> I mean, I we know <laughs> we're working on it, and we we love you anyway. We love you. I'll make you cookies. How do you know that review didn't come from me? <laughs> <gasps> Are you trying to like trick me? Are you the armadillo in a trench coat? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe it came from me. Maybe I was editing and I was just like, God bless it. And I just hopped on and uh, left us a questionable review about it. <laughs> so what do you want to tell the rest of these listeners? Catch them up. Um, I think we can mention things as we go if we come across things that may need 
mentioning melanie loves old-timey stories of mass mass casualties of children that's her thing yeah if you if you haven't binged enough to know that meet melanie she loves to talk about that i'm i like compilations (laughs) yes yes the compilations are so good though and there we have it and that's it tag is my husband short for the audio guy that comes up a lot um you have so many kids i have a lot of kids you're a foster mom yes what else i love white chicken and justice and basically if you have any pet you know what fuck just, off no just send me a picture of your pet and i will just tell them how wonderful it is that's speaking cheap. of pets i got drunk in amazon michelle kid <laughs> oh by the way this reminds me do you know anything about some skeleton hand hair clips that came to my house today i don't Okay. That wasn't me. All right. I'm I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know where the fuck they came from. I'm getting back to it. I like to randomly send people stuff. So I got drunk and I Amazoned <laughs> a banana to our fellow Mark Safe Kitty Justice. And uh, she said something really cool in the messages. I wanted to um, say it. I was like, now I can tell Brianne Justice likes me more. And then it was like, laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. And then she said... Nothing's funny. She said, thank goodness we don't have puppies or she wouldn't <gasps> care at all. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, if you're new to the podcast, send Melanie your pet pictures. Oh, also, while we're thinking about this, we, we had a guy named Jerry at one point where I said that armadillos were little idiots. And he said, I guess that means I'm an armadillo. Yeah. And we've been dunking on him for a year now. So yeah, we, we don't like Jerry. We, we're not going to do that with slow talker lady because I, I hear you and I'm glad you like the podcast and I hope you keep listening. And um, I'm trying to talk faster. <laughs> I, don't, I think we I, should just <laughs> keep doing what we do. <laughs> I'm finding myself trying to talk faster. And I'm all like, I'm very anxiously, pensively touching my throat right now. <laughs> oh, I'm like channeling my inner micro machines guy. Who the fuck is that? Oh, it was a commercial back in the 90s where this guy just talks super, super fast and he did all the You're micro so machine commercials. Old. But I don't know. He lived in a time capsule, so you don't know. No, I know. I was homeschooled. You so, don't know. Oh, I don't and we, know. we also have brackets. Yes, we have brackets. Okay, so that's the thing that started because we realized that I had a lot of hot takes about animals, which has gotten me into a lot of hot water. I'm sure I'm eventually going to get a review for saying I don't enjoy puppies, which is bullshit, but here we go. <laughs> so we did an animal bracket where we, we set up a bracket and then we um, every week I gave my hot takes on animal versus animal, in case you're wondering, the koala won, although I do have regrets. And... It shouldn't have won. I take that back. But it did. And then after that, what did we do? We did the cryptid. We did cryptids. Yes, we did cryptids. But then we threw in a prize because we figured it would be much more fun if we let the listeners fill out the bracket and then whoever the winner was, I like They get a themed gift basket. Oh, and it was so much fun. Lex won. They really enjoyed our, our... Yeah. They're one of our favorites. One of our favorites. They got sinkhole dirt and all sorts of cool shit. Um, so now we are on to Florida Man versus Florida Man. And since I am... Next will be Midwest Foods. Next will be Midwest Foods. So keep God, I can't wait to see what the fuck you put in that basket. Yeah. So just keep your eye out on that because you're going to want to be a part of that contest. It's really yeah. good. 
You really are. It's really fun. And Melanie puts together very fun baskets. (laughs) So, but yeah, so I am dealing with kind of limited resources. So Brianna actually had to look up Florida Man versus Florida Man because I'm afraid if I look at it, I'm going to crash this. I'm I'm hot spotting this recording right now. Yeah. If you don't know, we're in two different states. Yes, yes. I often think that we really should have marketed this as more of a social experiment than we did. Right? (laughs) I think at the time I didn't really want to emphasize it because I thought it would make our podcast seem like not that serious or like it didn't have sticking power or something. But now... Now that the statute of limitations is long since worn off, oh, I we're can best say friends now. Yeah, we're best friends now, and I can I can say that we barely knew each other. <laughs> barely, like we were we were in a mom group together, and I mean, I liked you. I think you liked me. <laughs> you're okay. Yeah, you're fine. At one point, Melanie had gone through some shit, and I sent her a card in the mail, and I think that you liked me extra after that. I did, but <laughs> but we really didn't know each other. Like we, I, I don't think we had ever talked. Like in DM outside the group. No. Ever. No. Until ever. I was like, somebody started a podcast with me, which I 1 million percent meant to be you and only you. <laughs> now you're stuck with me. Yeah. So, I mean, we, you were into it. We started brainstorming. We had some video calls that I was very nervous about. And uh, we started a fucking podcast, which is really a lot like having a baby with a one night stand, which you don't know how that's going to go, but it's going to go somewhere. And it. Yeah, here we are. And holy shit. Holy shit. I mean, if you if you listen from the beginning to now, you are what you are listening to the evolution of two near strangers to besties. BFFs. Yep. <laughs> genuinely. Truly genuinely. We talk while I'm on road trips, and that is my time to practice wrapping my shot correctly. <laughs> And talking real fast. Yeah, yeah, I practiced that alone in my car and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kind of kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, no, now I, I'm codependent and I go on road trips and I'm like, you could call me if you want to. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, are you talking on the fucking phone? But I'll do I it know. for you. You do. And I. no one hates it more than me. Uh, I don't know. Dude, no. I'm really bad on the phone. No, this... Okay, you know this is basically just a phone call, right? No, it's just different. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's just a phone call we record. God. Stop being so... Did that break you? (laughs) It broke my brain. It broke my brain a little bit. All right, can we just get to the fucking bracket? Yeah, we can get to the fucking bracket. Okay, so yeah, so we're in different states. I'm on very limited resources for the hurricane. So, Brianne, you have to tell yourself what her bracket is today. And it it will be a surprise to me because I haven't looked at it in about a week. I ought to make you declare the winner this week, but I guess that wouldn't be fair to people who filled out their brackets with my arbitrary whims in mind. Okay, we have Florida man threatens to destroy everyone with his army of turtles. (laughs) Versus Florida man slaps Florida woman with cheeseburger. There's no fucking question. It's the turtle one. <laughs> I love everything about it. I, I love the grandiosity. He's not just going to destroy that guy. He has a problem with. He's going to destroy everyone. Everyone. He is confident in his ability to summon and command an army of turtles. I completely respect that kind of energy. We need to retire big dick energy because it has some problematic dick shaming connotations and move to big turtle army energy. (laughs) 
that I I propose this. And you know, the other one, don't don't fucking do that. That's that's probably a waste of a good cheeseburger. It's like low key assault. Just don't fucking do that. You're not as cute as you think you are a Florida man. People like that, I have to wonder if they're just aware that they're a Florida man and they're like, I'm gonna do some wacky shit like slap my wife with a cheeseburger. Oh no. I have a really close friend that uh when Cody and I first started dating, I was on the phone and she came up and uh, she s- slapped me in the face with a piece of pizza. <gasps> oh, no. Which was no. made the phone call very awkward because I was like, holy fuck, why did you just slap me in the face with a piece of pizza? <laughs> Not something you want to be saying when you're trying to talk to some guy you're interested in on the telephone. But yeah, and she is lactose, too. So she would like take the cheese off her pizza and give it to me. So basically, it was just like the bread part with sauce so when she smacked me with that that fucking hurt a little bit wet it was wet oh my god i got sauced so yeah i mean that that's that's the easiest bracket we've probably ever had there's usually a lot more debate than that i dig it i think tag will like it too i think he absolutely will i think he absolutely will so back to your limited resources because that is uh there's that saying that i keep thinking of when i think about your episode tonight which is do I have the saying in front of me? Not even remotely, despite being a podcaster who knew I would be podcasting tonight and referencing this specific idiom, which is the thing about like creativity and it's it's more you can do more with restrictions because like the restrictions become part of the art and that, you know, makes it something cool and unique. And I keep thinking about that with your episode tonight. Because you, your life is real fucked up right now. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's-, it's like when you're like, oh, you've got a, a fucking pencil and some dirt to make a picture with. And he, I mean, it's like chopped. This is the chopped of podcast episodes. It is. Well, I mean, we, we did talk about work ethic and... uh <laughs> Really, wow, this sounds like I got written up or something. <laughs> I, really, I really fucking love this podcast a lot, a lot. So it God bless it. I love it too. It literally bums me out when we have to miss a week. We're gonna be a couple yeah. days late on this. Hi, thanks for being Hi. patient with us. But you know, I just it's kind of cool. We're like we went through a disaster. Like that's yeah. Kind of, and now you get to make a chopped episode where you've got a real time hurricane, mostly no electricity, and a mystery ingredient called five overheated kids. Yes, yes. What can you make? Tired of pooping in the dark, and it's too hot to fight with these fucking kids. <laughs> it's too hot to fight with these fucking kids. I know for a fact your kids aren't asleep either. They're fighting with your husband right now. <laughs> they are. Right before we started, they were like, Rah! I was like, what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going? That was like my mom cussing that I do. I know. That was cute. That was a cute. That's about as, you know, rousty as I get with them. No, oh, that's nice. You're, you're a nice mom. Yeah. Oof, come the day I drop an F-bomb in front of them. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's going to be all bad. Yeah, they're going to poop their pants. Yep, in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Are you planning on dropping an F-bomb on them today? <laughs> oh, we're getting close. Yeah, so, yeah, today I'm going to do things a little differently. Lay it on us. My parish, we're finally back open. After being pretty, you know, we got hit pretty fucking hard with Hurricane Ida. What does open mean for you, maniacs? Okay, so open means for us where basically it wasn't safe to return to our homes. So they're for the folks that evacuated, they're like, please, like, just stay evacuated. There's just a lot of 
messy mess here. And once you guys try to convoy in, you're just going to make it a lot harder for us. So just yeah, don't come home, like, <laughs> at all. So... I'm back. I'm back. They did they did they project that sad country song about why don't you stay over the radio? I wish which is really about infidelity, but that I think that would have been. Oh my gosh, that would have been spicy. I I wonder they need more megaphones down here. I think I went to the grocery today, second day in a row. Don't recommend. Not good times. Um, (laughs) But I went today at I think it was like like a couple minutes after five. And they had this really adorable sheriff's lady standing out in the front of Rouse's, our, our local supermarket here. And she's all like, every store in Thibodeau is closed at five. I love that she just didn't say like Rouse's is closed at five. She said every all store. Of them. Because I would have probably driven to every single other one. So I appreciate that. But get that girl a megaphone because she was... I mean, maybe they don't need them here because she was really loud. I mean, I heard it. So, yeah. So, we are open. Ida made landfall on August 29th. We had mandatory evacuation. So, me and my family and our fur babies, we all made our way to Hot Springs, Arkansas, where we stayed with my Aunt Carolyn. And she basically pulled out all the stops. Like, she threw a makeshift birthday party because it was my kid's fucking birthday when we <laughs> evacuated. We did rent her a badass bounce house, but apparently you should not have those during a hurricane. No, and, it's not um, recommended. So, yeah, she threw her a little party. She turned five. She didn't really know the difference, but, like, I felt the difference. Like, it, it sucked. But we're going to make it up. We are still going to get this fucking bounce house. And also, I got postcards. So, top tier Patreons, like, check your mailboxes this week because I mailed off some pretty kick-ass postcards. They're cute. Yes. They're cute. That yes. that cashier lady was all like, <laughs> I was like, excuse me, do you have any She's creepy- not our people. I was like, you have any creepy looking postcards? And she's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, these will work. These look fucking creepy. I'm taking them. I'm taking them. Jesus Christ. Your work ethic is terrifying. And I would like to take that moment, this moment that's happening right now, to say that if anybody listening is like, I don't want whatever weird thing you're doing with this episode. I hear that. And here's the thing. You've got two choices. We can either miss a week because Melanie is living in a disaster right now very authentic disaster podcaster or we have this for you and if you feel like option one is preferable just turn it off man yep turn it off if you're like i wish they would do something here you go get turned on yep get turned on melanie's gonna turn you on (laughs) so we arrived back home a couple days ago and to say i was overwhelmed is it's a complete fucking understatement uh yeah I FaceTimed you straight away. I was just like, it, it was a lot. Like, and just to sit in it by yourself, like, it, it felt scary. So I was like, I have to call Brienne right now. Cody already saw it. So it's like. That warms my heart in a weird way. <laughs> oh, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, I just needed somebody to be like, it's okay. Or it's not okay. And say you it's did. in between the two. <laughs> you did both for me. It was exactly what I needed. So. Normally, we've mentioned this a couple times on podcasts. It takes us like 12 to 18 hours to research a fucking episode. It's yes. a long fucking Which we time. we love doing. We love we, doing. We, it's our favorite thing. I say maybe we even over-research. Like, 
We like to have our sources. We like to tell a story. We really like to, you know, shed light on victims, you know, their life. Like it's, it's very important to us. I don't, I don't have that right now. It, it's a lot with my current situation. Yeah. You've only had electricity for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. My, by the way, spoiler alert, I have electricity. For now, I think you should maintain skepticism. <laughs> For now, I'm so nervous. It's been, it's actually been flickering all night and I'm like, they're fucking tricking me. Or like somebody's doing their laundry right now. Like you're going to overload the power grid. I don't know if that's a thing, but like I'm really worried that like everybody is like, oh, we've gone weeks without or, you know, over a week without power. Like let's do all our shit at once. I hope they're not doing that. I, I know they're I mean. not too. I I am concerned about the stability of your electricity, but I'm excited for you. <laughs> so yeah, putting together, you know, a very put together episode. It's I'm sorry, it's not my wheelhouse this week. I'll get back to you next time for sure. Um, but but with this, while I was going through this whole ordeal, any kind of cool news article or story or whatever, I actually made a folder. On my Jesus Facebook Christ. thing. And I fucking saved every single one of them. I'm like, I might be able to use this for something. So. You are. You you are bonk, you, bonkers crazy. You are such a combination of absolute chaotic magic and d- alarming organization. I don't even know which it is. <laughs> You're like a manic pixie businesswoman. I like that compliment and I will take it. (laughs) I'm trying this new thing where when someone gives me a compliment, I take it. And if they tell me I'm doing something wrong, I might (laughs) I take it too. And I'm still going to make you cookies. (laughs) You're just taking it all. (laughs) Taking it. Taking it. (laughs) So that's what I did. So for today's episode, I'm going to cover hurricane ida's aftermath uh it's gonna be super informal a diary of sorts a diary that i'm sharing with the entire world okay i do want to have some moment to talk about because i am very fascinated by this and we did i had a road trip to make today so we did talk for a while on the phone and i had a lot of questions and we were like save it because we're talking about the hurricane when we record tonight so uh, does that come up later? Because if not, I want to talk about a little bit about what this whole house on the prairie life you're living has looked like the past couple days. Yeah. So basically, I, as a landlocked person, am fascinated. <laughs> so right now, um, so the way I have this kind of laid out is I want to tell you a little bit of kind of like my personal thoughts, observations, obstacles that I've gone through personally. I know everybody's is a little bit different. So I'm going to start it out just kind of like all the shit I've gone through. And yeah. then I'll close it up with some cool articles that I that I saved in my, my little notes. So does that sound good? I love it. And I will cover those things that you were asking. And But okay. feel free to ask questions too because this thing has been a blur, let me tell you. <laughs> so Hurricane Ida hit. And it's real fucking scary. Talked a little bit about it last week. My cry closet, all this stuff. I won't get back into like the whole thing. So as Hurricane Ida is pounding my community, my husband decides he is going to go home. He Cool. 
I talked to you. I was like, Cody's going home. I was so worried. I was so freaked out. What the fuck? And I'm like, well, we, it's like an eight hour drive. So by the time he gets there, it's already going to do its thing. He does a lot of emergency work with his company. So, I mean, he, he straight away before anything even happened, had a piece of paper saying, you know, he's an essential worker. We need him back. Like, let him, let him pass go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So before anyone comes at me like, I thought you said don't come back. It's right, not safe. Right. That's not the same situation. It, it's a complete, we stayed back. My family stayed yeah. back. My husband went because he had to go back. Yeah. So. But you were still a, a bit freaked out about it. Yeah, I was shaken up for sure. Like, and then, you know, your partner's leaving. So you're just like, what the fuck? You know, it's just. You don't know That's what's going to happen to them. That's how we ended up with squonk sounds in the last episode, which is the most <laughs> important part of this. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I'm back with five kids, which is bullshit <laughs> enough. <laughs> but then, I, you know, I, is he going to be safe? What's it look like? Are there down power lines? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's going into. This is our first yeah. situation. And, I mean, he was trying to go back when it was like, it, I mean, it, it would have been cutting it close, whether it actually really even would have been over. Right. It was It was freakish like how fast he wanted to go back and i'm my anxiety like couldn't take it it's just like give me a fucking moment you know yeah it is we talked it out he stayed the night at least and he it, it was it worked out good so he basically went to some big back box stores he got some tarps you know some extra supplies because we didn't know what the situation was here um and we wanted to make sure that you know we could he could give away supplies to whoever might need them, you know? Yeah. It was funny because yesterday he went to Lowe's to get a couple of things. And there was this guy who was getting a generator, but he, I mean, it was pretty big and couldn't fit it in the trunk of his car. He was really struggling. And uh, Cody was like, Hey, you know, that's not going to work. Let me just put it in the back of my truck and I will drive it back to your house. Oh, damn, that's really nice. Yeah. And so he drove this guy's generator back and it was really sweet. Like the guy kept trying to give him money and he was like, no. So Cody actually like stayed and talked with this guy for a little bit. And it turns out he actually rode the the hurricane out here. Oh, wow. And he was telling Cody like it really just fucked him up mentally. You know, he was just sitting in his house like watching shit fly past his window and was just waiting for like the walls to cave in, <sighs> you know, just, I, yeah. I can't. And I, I've heard this a lot. Like everything I've seen is I've always, you know, cause it's the big joke in Louisiana. Like when a hurricane's coming, you mow your lawn, you get your liquor, <laughs> you board your windows, you're good to go. Like you just ride it out. And we've, we've, yeah. we've rode them out because we just, you know, we fall in line, but you know, a couple of people that we normally, you know, follow guidelines on this for were like, this is fucking bad. We might leave. So we were like, oh, yeah. shit, if you're saying that, like, we know you're serious. Yeah. And you just hear over and over, I will never, ever ride a Louisiana hurricane out again. Ever. Wow. Ever. And these people are die hard. They, yeah. They're die hard. Yeah. So after Cody just made sure everything was safe he drove he turned around and he drove back up to arkansas i think he was gone what like half a week he was gone yeah. um because he was right. he was like taking care of some work stuff and 
It was awesome. Like the neighbors, it really is neighbors helping neighbors. Cody, he has a bigger truck. So he, he's going to go pick up some gas and there's no gas here. So you have to drive a couple hours to get gas. So he took our neighbor's gas cans and they try to give him money. He's like, no, no, no. So they were like, well, we'll feed you then. And he said he had the best, the best gumbo of his life. Oh, you know, so it that's worked. such a Louisiana story. It is, and I just think it's so like it makes me feel good that there's somebody looking out for my husband. I'm like, yeah, he's got like something warm in his belly because if I'm not cooking dinner for him, he's living off beef jerky and cheese for sure. Yep, and well, probably not cheese because there's no electricity. You know what I mean? It's not good. So they fed him. So he makes his way back up to Arkansas and we just kind of like collect our shit because we packed up our life and we had, we just traveled the eight hours back to Thibodeau two days ago. And well, it was probably 10 hours with my kids because there was a lot of barfing. Oh no, you didn't tell me that. (laughs) Yeah. Aria puked a whole bunch. Oh God. Totally sucks. It's in my new van, but it is what it is. Is she normally car sick? Yeah, she is. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But yeah, I felt really bad for her. I'm like, let's hurry up and go home with no electricity. Why you barf your guts out for eight hours? <laughs> Pull it together, kid. No, she's she's a tough cookie. Like, I'm very proud of her. I mean, she's fucking six years old and she like makes it in a cup. There's like no accidents. Damn. Like when I say she's barfing in the car, it's like we smell it. She's not, yeah. like, actually getting barf on anywhere. I don't know. Well, good for her. That's commendable. That's something to be proud of. It's life you can hang your head on. Yeah. So we, we packed up the bunny and the dog and the kids. And, yeah, so we made our way back. We t- we stopped in Alexandria at truck stop there. It's pretty close to home. It's, like, uh, I want to say, f- like, halfway, maybe three or four hours from our place and uh it had an arby's there and ava's really excited she has been no one else likes arby's <laughs> except for me and <laughs> ava but it was the place to go so she finally got to have her arby's so we walk in and we find out like the thousands of linemen that had been traveling down to help our area they pretty much cleaned arby's out and this is not this is not a complaint by the way i read somewhere that it was upwards of like twenty five thousand linemen from all over the country were set down to help restore power holy shit isn't that bananas yeah they need the meats from arby's they need the meats so they literally had beef and cheddar (laughs) and milkshakes that was it. No French fries, no chicken, oh no sliders, no salads. Abby was like, well, the, uh, I can have a salad. My five-year-old, she likes salad. It's weird. I don't know. I what support her in it. But they didn't even have salad. Arby's even had salads? They do. They look really That's yummy, not too. What Arby's is for. Arby's is for the meats. I don't approve of this. So beef and cheddar, that's what you got, or milkshakes. And I have to say, all those linemen... Arby's milk machines, milkshake machines are still up. So fuck you, McDonald's. <laughs> if they can do it, they can do it. And it was really sweet. I was like, we were trying to be as patient because it's like, it's overwhelming. And yeah. it's crazy how mean people can get when they're just like, they feel hopeless or whatever. So I, I try to be like extra nice during these situations. I don't know. But the Arby's, one of the Arby's ladies, she was like, oh, you know what's going on? I was like, oh, we're, we're going back home. We're really excited. Just want to be next to, you know, their dad and everything. And 
They didn't have any Happy Meals or anything. So it was real cute. We got our beef and cheddars and they cut them in half because <laughs> for us just to make them, you know, kid friendly. Yeah, that's cute. We are leaving. She's like, hey, hey, hey. And she handed me four empty kids meal bags. They looked empty, but they weren't. They had the toys in there. She's like, I know this is not much. She was like, but I'm praying for you. And I'm sorry that we didn't have the things that you needed. And if I tell you, I'm crying right now about You're making me cry. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's so fucking nice. Like, she's like, I'm praying for you. Yeah, she got my, she like gave my kids the toys. I mean, apparently linemen don't need those. I don't know. Oh, oh God, you're making me tear up. Isn't that the sweetest thing ever? Yes. Yeah. So lots of linemen. I've also learned that it's always about firemen, but linemen are sexy. Did you know this? I had no idea. I mean, honestly, I'd I'd never considered the sexiness of linemen one way or the other. So no, but I'd never thought about it. I don't know if sex saying something is sexy is problematic these days, but I'm telling you. I don't think so. I hope not. I'm sexualizing some linemen. (laughs) And it's like, not only are they giving you what you want, but oh my gosh, Louisiana got so much more beautiful with these like linemen and women coming in. They're each and every one of them hot, hot stuff. I was just, woo. And they're wearing a neon orange, so you can't miss them. I love it. I think you're just horny about linemen all of a sudden because you get your power back. (laughs) Nope. uh, Nope. I I was feeling this at Arby's. Feeling it at Arby's. Telling you, it's about the beef. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> hey, I'm married. I'm not blind, right? Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And I'm not the only one. Like, oh, I'm sure. No, like these ladies are reckless down here. Like, I see you, Joanne, <laughs> in the next door app, bribing these linemen. Like, <gasps> wait in line, ho. Like, it's ridiculous. Okay, can we can we talk about what you posted in our mom group today? <laughs> Okay, so there was... Talking about desperate, no power ladies. <laughs> there was a, a lineman truck drove down my down my street. And uh, I told the moms, I was like, for a minute, I thought, baby, should I, I should go out there and flash them. And then I realized... Ooh. No. Then I realized it's not Mardi Gras. And uh, nobody wants to see these titties, these little pancake boobies. That's not true. That's not true. I guarantee. I think you wrote, it's worth a shot. I I stand by it. And a couple hours later, you had electricity back. So I think we know whose advice you took. (laughs) Cody's like, I don't care how miserable I am. Please don't be showing your titties to the linemen. Oh, man. See, I guess that's the difference. My husband would 100% let me show my titties to linemen for electricity. I don't know what that says about us. I think if it was another day or two, he would be hoeing me out for sure. Not quite there yet. (laughs) Not quite there. So, yeah. So, we got into town driving down and just seeing, like, from Arkansas to Louisiana and just seeing the progression of the damage. Mm. It's a little difficult because, like, you start and you're like, okay, I can deal with this. This is not bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm also three hours away from home. Ugh. Which is, like, it just – and the worse it got, like, the more your stomach kind of just kind of knotted up. It was just – I don't know. There were, like – the more south I got, there were, would be, like, whole chunks of asphalt the size of cars missing from streets. Where the fuck do they go? 
I don't fucking gone. They're gone. It was just a big fucking car sized pothole. I, had to I was like, this is scary. If not completely gone or snapped in half, power poles, they were like leaning at like two o'clock, three o'clock. Like, it's creepy. That's unsettling. There's no straight power lines here. None. (sighs) Coming into my town, I saw people, they were like sitting in these like bright yellow, like plastic chairs in a row at our local church. They were attending like a Sunday evening church service, but outside. Obviously, because there's no power. That felt strange. I especially like because I mean the chairs were like bright yellow, so it just was like pay attention to me, you know. Yeah, there were blue tarps on virtually every roof. I did think to myself on more than one occasion, why the shade of blue? It just seems like such a happy color for such a shitty purpose. Yeah, I mean it is like a bright, bright blue, but not like a neon light. A warning. I don't know. I I. I know. Are you talking about just like tart blue? Tart blue. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's true. But if it makes you feel any better, an episode that I'm working on right now involves hundreds of corpses being covered by little bright yellow blankets. Oh, oh. Very. Yeah, and, and body parts as well. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Trees. Trees have all been stripped of their leaves. They are full on naked. They're getting ready for Halloween. You know what? I The, the tree thing is tripping me out. Because it's, I mean, these were full lush trees and now they're empty. So it's like, do I not get a fall this year? Oh gosh, I guess, I guess not. Because there's like not, there's not, I mean, I don't, there's not leaves on the ground. So it's like I miss like an entire fucking season. I mean, there's other bigger things to complain about, but it's just. Yeah, let's, let's not do that. Okay. Like, I I just want to, I want to put a moratorium on that for the rest of this, because I mean, anyone can always be like, yeah, I'm having a bad day, but someone's having a worse day. Stop it. No, we, we have to, we have to be part of stopping that in the world. I'm allowed to have my bad day. Yes, you are allowed to have your bad day. Thank you. I myself am having a bad day, and all day I've been like, you need to fucking stop it. Melanie's chopping up trees in her yard, <laughs> and I'm also telling myself to knock it off. Oh, I've told you that. I'm still your friend. Like I know. Well, I'm not even, I'm not even talking about just bothering you with my problems, although that too. But I, I'm just like a little mad at myself for having a bad day when you're chopping trees in your yard. Well, then you knock it off too. Exactly. And I mean, it's, it's, it's stupid. Like, I think it about myself, but I also realize that it is, it, we all need to stop. Yeah. Let's just have our bad days, damn it. I mean, yeah, unless we're really saying that only people who are just enduring the worst imaginable thing that could ever happen, then nothing else is bad. Like, that, that's, that's the end game of that right. thinking. It doesn't work. You know who's not having a bad day? Who? Pretty much every- lineman who saw your titties? <laughs> Pretty much every lawn in Louisiana. I, I mentioned this earlier, like, it's such a joke, like, everybody mows their lawn right before the disaster. <laughs> Everybody's lawn is already fucking mowed. Not everybody's, mine's not on, um, I guess I'm the trash <laughs> person of the neighborhood. Um, if you can't figure out who it is, it's you. <laughs> it's me. I'm the person that hasn't mowed my lawn yet. But but yeah, they're like so manicured and beautiful. And I don't know if like what that is, like if that's a part of cleanup or if that's something because people here love their fucking lawns. I think they're overrated. Grass is overrated to me. I still like a nice lawn, but it's not like the end of the world for me if it's, you know, looking a little eh. But 
I don't know if maybe it offers a sense of normalcy, but yeah, yeah. lawns are lawns are fucking mowed. There's except for yours, you trash bag. There's down trees and power lines and everything else. They just fucking <laughs> mow around it. Just go around it. And you know someone's out here going, Yep, that's the one who moved into the neighborhood and met the neighbors in her Britney Spears t shirt. Yep, that was me. Those are the ones that made gumbo. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. We uh, pulled up to our house. Uh, We're really lucky. Our damage was fairly minimal. We're missing like a couple shingles, like a couple little pieces here and there. But our house is standing. It's working conditions. We got like a few like minor leaks that we're trying to suss out still. I feel like you're underselling things here a little bit. I've seen your tree situation. (laughs) Okay. So we had our windows boarded up. We lost a pretty huge tree. It hit our house, didn't damage our house. That's cool. I've been like, we've been like chainsawing and I've been like hauling like the branches to the edge of the road, which is another eerie thing. Like every house has like cut up tree shit. That's kind of sexy. I feel like you should, I feel like you should put some videos on your salacious TikTok of uh, yourself chainsawing trees. There's a market for that. The market might be me. And then eating my Vienna sausages because I've earned it. I've earned it. There's, well, there is a market for that, unfortunately, but no. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'm convinced, too. Like, nobody can have a power tool or chainsaw without going vroom, vroom with it first. No, no way. Right? I mean, that's the whole. Here's the question. Does Cody go vroom, vroom? Because I have not forgotten, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who hasn't forgotten, that it was like, a whole moment for him that he licked a pudding cup lid, which Jesus goes. <laughs> does he go from room? He does go from room. I'm telling you, if if he does, everybody does. You can't like pick something up and without going. Vroom, vroom. Well, my Cody's an alien theory does still stand. <laughs> the palm trees look a little fucked up. They're like rocking like these like fine emo haircuts. I don't know. They're all like pushed to the side or something. Oh God. We lost our fence. Our trampoline looks like. A giant just took it and wadded it up like a piece of paper. Yeah. Trampoline gate. Not our, not my trampoline. No. Um, there was a lot of mud. I was surprised most, I think, by the mud. Really? Yeah. The winds, they were like so bad here that even though my windows were closed, mud somehow still managed to make it through my window frames. So I've oh, been- that's weird. So I've been cleaning mud off of my window sills, even though- It's actually kind of creepy. Even though they're shut, if it finds a way, right? Yeah. I don't know. Even with like my house being like livable, I'm like seeing the bills like rack up in my head. Yeah. And it really makes me want to throw up. Like it's, ugh, it's, it's bad. Before we even got back home, a majority of our savings was like already wiped. We were like Fuck. buying generators and chainsaw and tarps and gas cans. And I'm here to tell you. A disaster is fucking expensive. Expensive. Mm. I don't know what we would have done maybe a year and a half, two years ago when we were paycheck to paycheck. Like, yeah. Because we wiped. Like, yeah. It's, you need cash for everything. Yeah. It's, it's sad. And it's not like, like we have some of the, our communities that got hit the hardest are some of the poorest. So this is why it's so fucking important if you can donate. Please donate because it is, I mean, it's fucking bad here. I know I'm joking and being silly. 
It's really sad. It's really, really, really sad. Maybe we can link some good organizations. Yeah, and that's in another show notes. And that's another thing too, because scammers—they're really—they're like predatory geniuses when it comes to you know donations and stuff like that. So we'll try to link some stuff up. But if you're going to donate, please vet those places out too, because you want to make sure that your donations are going to the right place. Period. Yeah. You know, yes, and not in. And we will do our due diligence in vetting whatever we put up, but you know, do yours too. Yeah, I think the hardest loss for me personally, I lost all my frozen breast milk. Oh, all the moms in the world are clutching their chests in pain for you right now. <laughs> it sucks. Oh man, a moment of silence for that. Fuck. How much did you have? I literally don't even know. It was a lot. These babies be pumping. That's why. <laughs> that's why I don't show them to linemen. <laughs> that's all the more reason to show them to linemen. <laughs> so yeah, I'm that, gonna love that shit. That was a uh, priceless, and it fucking sucks. Especially like when you're going through something like this. Like your whole body's going on a fritz anyway. So now I'm not even producing the way I was producing because of my stress and anxiety. So I'm like, fuck. Am I gonna have to go to formula? It's not like I can't. Like I have all this breast milk. Like backed up anymore either like oh it's just but it is what it is (sighs) generator we finally got our first generator figuring out how to operate that safely is a puzzle in itself what's the wattage of your shit what can you power what can you do without i mean you need your fridge you definitely need a fan maybe microwave if you unplug something else like cody went through and basically wrote down the wattage to everything it's organized yeah, just so we don't blow that fucker up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maths are definitely important in a disaster. So stay in school, kids. Maths? What the fuck are you, Australian? <laughs> what? Did you have any generator questions? I know you were asking some stuff today <laughs> and I was like... I, I don't have any smart ones. I wanted to know what you have to do to like keep it going and how often you have to do that. Yeah, so we have gas, so we run eight gallons for the day is kind of what it's been. We have to change the oil every 100 hours, and uh, it's pretty far from our house because you don't want to die of carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah, I guess you don't. Which happens a lot because sometimes these people will run them in their garage or whatever, and then they accidentally, you know, yeah. It's not good. Most of your deaths from stuff like this is because of a generator not being used properly. Really? I did not know that. It's really bad. It's so bad. I would for sure be one of those because I don't know anything well, about generators. No, you won't because you're listening to me and I will walk <laughs> you through it. Yay. On the same note, breaker boxes are my worst enemy. We Why? spent a majority of the time screaming back and forth from the house. <laughs> what about now? What about now? As we're flipping switches because whoever had this house before didn't label them properly and they uh, misspelled laundry wrong. It said Landry. <laughs> Luckily, I recently bought a label maker. So as we were figuring Ooh. it out, we were relabeling. Like, I've never had a correctly labeled breaker box in my entire life. Oh. It's so satisfying. I urge you all, do not wait for a disaster. Get your little <laughs> label maker and find, like, just reorganize your breaker box. It is wonderfully just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just feels good. It's been the highlight for me. That's That's been your highlight? Is organizing my breaker box. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, you don't have electricity. You got to find something to do, right? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Label makers. They make my heart happy. You don't like a label maker? No, I love a label maker. No, I do. Uh, Walmart does not make my heart happy at all. I think I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, you did. Holy hell. Ava overheard me bitching about it and she was like, oh, is it Black Friday? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Which I thought was super adorable. Yeah. It was like Black Friday because some people started yelling and cussing and I didn't feel safe anymore. So I had to fucking leave because I'm still a parent to five kids and I can't leave Cody with these these kids. You can't leave me with this podcast either. I can't. It's important. So I was out. I was like, you know what? I'll fucking starve. I'm not I'm not dying in Walmart. This is not how I go. (laughs) I'm not going in Walmart. I would absolutely do an episode about it, though, if you did. (laughs) Good. (laughs) <laughs> i'm so curious though to like figure out like how much money does walmart make and like these big box stores like lowe's and home depot they the hardware stores lowe's didn't have a single parking spot open like you literally have to drive Holy around shit. waiting for someone to leave you know because everybody's desperately trying to fix their shit i mean money so much money i'm sure you probably really don't want to know how much money <laughs> there's no electricity so everybody's grilling so for a little while you're during dinner time your neighborhood smells really good and yeah, then it smells nice. like shit because we're septic here so it's it, it's hit or miss and then the generators they're really loud like very 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 loud very very loud i can confirm from videos and phone calls with you <laughs> They're very loud, and then everybody's running it, so you can hardly hear. Basically, hurricanes and disasters, it's just like it obliterates your senses. I don't know. Like, the smells, the sounds, the sights, it's just it's fucking weird. It's weird. Yeah, so that's our power came on, like, a couple hours ago. The first inclination of that was my doorbell ring and went ding dong. I ran outside to find Cody to tell him the good news, only to find out he had already known he was the one switching the the, uh, (laughs) doorbell breaker on. Wow. You asked in our group chat, you're like, do you know what that means? And the audio guy, my husband, is like, that someone's at your door. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we have power. We're trying to be respectful of it. Slowly turn our AC on because it's been... uh, average about 87 degrees inside our house how are you keeping your kids entertained well that's my disaster relief so i'll get to that later okay Okay. is that okay i think that's lovely okay you don't need to ask me what's okay it's your fucking podcast (laughs) how about some news articles yes okay i got some good ones i saved some good ones a woman came out of her avery estates home in slidell when she heard quite the commotion Outside, she found a very large alligator attacking her 71-year-old husband, Timothy Satterley. Oh, that's not good. No. Quote, she immediately ran to her husband's aid in an attempt to stop the attack, according to the uh, news release from the sheriff's office. Uh, She pulled her husband out of the water after the attack stopped, and she went inside to get some, like, first aid supplies and stuff. But when she returned, she realized the severity of his injuries. Timothy's arm had been completely torn off. Uh, Because the power was knocked out, got into her, it was like a canoe, and she would just paddle away to higher ground, about a mile away, desperately searching for some kind of help. When she got back, her husband was no longer there. No longer on Earth or no longer right there? Both. They can't find him. The incident is under investigation, and at the time of this recording, he still has not been found. He's presumed to be dead. 
the initial news release of this, I think I briefly talked to you about it. It left a lot to the imagination. So the, the comment threads were very full of, and listen, this is, would be the perfect murder plot. So I don't really blame you. Okay. People. I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to, I was not going to say it. Yeah. Well, I, cause I, it's probably not. So it seemed a little tasteless. It is tasteless. I'm not going to lie. My mind went there for a couple seconds. Family members have since come out on the threads. I mean, she's older too. And it sounds like she's an itty bitty thing. Sounds like she did the best she can. I can't fucking imagine seeing something like that. No. But I think this also goes to show that like media needs to do a better job about this because people shouldn't be like, this lady like is blaming an alligator on killing her husband. Like, no. it should be reported to where it's like, there's no doubt. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it should that be, shouldn't be speculated. It on. shouldn't be speculated. It should be like, I'm reading this and I know for sure that obviously like this lady's fucking hurting and she's yeah. doing all she can and she can't because she's an older lady herself and she's small. And you, what are you going to do? Like, we don't need to turn this into a Carol Baskin situation. Thank you. Thank you. So, I don't know. I'm just telling you, uh, full disclosure, I went there. We could all do a little bit better. Let's. I mean, I th- well, I don't necessarily think that there's something wrong with going there in your head. Because, I mean, that happens, you know? It, no, I have, mean, it, it does happen. But I just, you know, there could be a lot of bad things that could happen. But, like, think it in your head. Maybe if you're the police, you want to take it a little farther than that. But otherwise, shut the fuck up. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly... You always do it good for me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded a little sexy. <laughs> I missed you. Let's talk about Waffle House. I love to talk about Waffle House. I did a whole episode titled I Waffle know. House. I <laughs> know. And besides being known for their late night shenanigans and a million ways to serve hash browns, Waffle House is at the forefront in predicting disaster outcomes. Tell me more. I'm serious. Well, I know. You told me about this and I love it. The Waffle House Index is an informal measure of a storm severity and its effect on a stricken community. It comes from Waffle House's reputation for being well prepared for disasters and either remaining open during disastrous weather or reopening shortly after. We need to get a sponsorship from them because this feels like a, a branded pairing made in heaven Mm -hmm. craig fugat who was uh then the fema administrator coined the term shortly after the joplin tornado of may 2011 the massive tornado devastated the town and caused 2.8 billion dollars worth of damage it also killed 158 people and injured roughly 1150 others both of the waffle houses in joplin however remained open well be damned Mm mm-hmm So how does it work? Waffle House assembles the Waffle House jump teams. My God. Yep. Who can quickly reopen the restaurant after a disaster as soon as it's safe to do so. They call their employees to know who can show up and who cannot. Waffle House also has a limited menu prepared for times of food shortages and power outages. Jesus Christ. Mm. Why? Because they they fucking rock. It's fucking Waffle House. I mean, yeah, but Mm. like. Mm. Wow. Okay. The Waffle House Index has three levels based on the amount of service that the restaurant can provide right after a bad storm. So it goes like this. Green. You get the full menu. The restaurant sustained little or no damage and has full power. Then you have yellow. You have a limited menu. 
The restaurant is running out of food or it has limited power. Okay. Red. The Waffle House is closed due to the severe flooding or damage. Okay, so which is Ida? So Ida, we they they closed uh, for Hurricane oh, Ida. Really? Yeah. So Waffle House, since it has a limited menu plan for power outages, almost sound like you said anal there for a minute. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I was. I'll say. I, I yeah. I was gonna be classy. I was just Since talking about not when? being tasteless. We get all I these was just new talking listen- about not being. I'm turning over a new leaf. No, we get new <laughs> listeners, and she's all trying to ugh, stop it. Okay, listen. If you're going to kiss ass with everyone's animals, I have to do something. Okay, watch out, TikTokers. <laughs> So, yeah, since they have a limited menu plan for power outages and limited supplies, the index rarely reaches red, like hardly ever. For Hurricane Ida, five locations closed. Mike Thibodeau was one of them. Oh. But I drove by today and they were open. Hell yeah. That's an inspiration. I was like, I kept asking Cody, like, this whole time, can you check Waffle House, see if it's open? <laughs> like, because he's going lows, and it's real close. Can you check? And he keeps forgetting. Jeez. I asked you to do one thing. Like, <laughs> what are you trying to do? Like, it's not like we're in the middle of a disaster or something. Just check to see if Waffle House is open. Priorities. Yeah. No, but I drove by today. It was really cute because they had a little paper sign on the door. It said, uh, said uh, we're open. And it said cash only. And instead of making a new sign, when they started taking credit cards, they just like mark it off with a little blue pin and they says cards too. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love Louisiana. Yeah. It's, it. it's great. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you with the let's, let's jump on this waffle house thing because when I was going on their website, I didn't know they have a shop. They have an online shop. I want a hoodie. Interesting. I want a waffle house hoodie. We need to hit up Waffle House. Let's hit them out. Hit them up. Hit them out, Dan. Yeah. Let's listen. Listen. Horrible ghouls. Let's all get a Waffle House hoodie. This is how we recognize each other on the streets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can we make this a thing? Just We just all got our little Waffle House hoodies. And we know. Like, you do the wink and the gun. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, I love you. (laughs) I really want it. I think I'm going to do it. I have to see how much this fence costs first, but I want one. (laughs) I fucking want one. All right. So how about a sinkhole to go with your hurricane? Absolutely. Yeah. Give the people what they want. This one's bad, though. It's bad. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. So two people were killed and at least 10 others injured when a portion of Highway 26 collapse on the evening of august 30th as hurricane ida swept through mississippi Mm. jerry lee 49 and kent brown 49 they died in the crashes at the site of the highway collapse four people were transported to george county hospital and two others that were in critical condition were taken to stone county memorial to be stabilized before traveling to a trauma center additionally four others walked away or refused medical treatment at the scene George County Coroner Deanne Murrah said, quote, It was storming here yesterday afternoon. We got a couple inches of rain and it had nowhere to go. We had multiple roads flooded in George County yesterday afternoon. So that was a huge factor. One survivor, 16-year-old Emily Williams, detailed the crash saying, Oh, this one's just, ugh. Quote, I saw a black hole and then I blacked out. And I woke oh. up and my mom was leaned over toward me. She was choking on her blood, and she couldn't breathe or anything. 
I remember hearing a car coming and then I heard a crash and I heard the engine going from a car because it was on top of us. (gasps) It didn't really move us really much, but then I heard the screeching of another car's tires. I heard people screaming and then it crashed. Oh my God. Emily was able to position her mother, 39-year-old Emmanuel Williams, upright so she would stop choking. Emily was ready to throw in the towel until she heard a familiar voice screaming. It was her father who had arrived on the scene. Oh, wow. When she heard his voice, she just knew that she would be rescued, like he would make it happen. Her mother remains in the hospital ICU, where on top of everything else, she was recently tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, Jesus Christ. um, It sounds like she's got a a pretty long road to recovery. Uh, Emily is also recovering from... Other injuries, um, along with a broken leg and a torn colon. Ooh. I just, can you imagine being on the bottom of, like, with just cars crashing on top of you like that? No, my God. that. And then she still has the wherewithal to just save her fucking mom. That is up there on the intense pull quotes that you've had. <laughs> yeah. The Audubon Zoo here in New Orleans also had its own issues with a hurricane. Some swamp deers. Managed to escape their enclosure. Swamp deers? Swamp deers. Does that mean alligators? No, it's an actual okay. deer. They're really, really oh, cute. Oh, okay. That, that seemed like a Louisiana euphemism. <laughs> Quote, on Sunday, August 29th, due to the severe weather associated with Hurricane Ida, a fence was breached in the Audubon Zoo's deer habitat. On-site staff worked to corral the two deer and secure them back in their habitat, but one deer is a unaccounted for at this time but it's still likely on the zoo grounds due to the severity of the weather it is too dangerous for staff to go out and search once it is safe our animal staff who are in place during the storm at all of our facilities will search the zoo ground for the deer unaccounted for which i thought was pretty interesting that they keep people on staff i mean they'd have to right i guess yeah it wasn't long before they sent out another press release that they found the deer So they're all back with their homies, hanging out, doing (laughs) swamp deer stuff. I don't know. I really thought that swamp deer was going to be like how we call bat sky puppies. Uh, As soon as I going to be like alligator. I like sky puppies. It's cute. I know. Mm -hmm. Swamp deer were not the only animals on a wild adventure. There were a ton of viral pictures of evacuate cats who were simply unimpressed by their car rides out of town. (laughs) And then there was a cow. A cow. A cow. This poor heifer found herself stuck in a fucking tree. You got your phone? Google it. Google. Yes, I am. Okay. Google cow stuck in tree. You'll see like a guy in like an orange shirt. Like she really up there in that tree. Oh my goodness. It's bananas, right? Oh, poor cutie pie. Mm-hmm. Did they get her down? Rescue workers found her wedge in a tree and carefully managed to set her free. They had like some chainsaws <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what they allege. This is another one of those things where we need a little more information because it's just two dudes with a chainsaw and a sad cow. And then the video cuts off and you never get to see the happy ending. I It's weird if you ask me. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to take your word for that? Let me see the cow. <laughs> I want to see the cow. What are you doing? I ask you, what would be the motivation of publishing that story if it if if they were trying to trick you? For a feel-good moment, two dudes save a cow from a tree? That's pretty fucking cool. It went viral. I suppose. Wow. But two 
dudes like accidentally chainsaw a cow in half trying to do the right thing? <laughs> Probably not so much. I want to know, where's the cow? Show me the cow. Where's the beef? <laughs> oh my God, you're slap happy. I am so tired. <laughs> I got one more for you. So I remember when Cody first came back home to Louisiana and he called me. He made a comment about our toilets. Okay. They were all empty. That's weird. It is weird, right? Yeah, that's spooky. Well, all the way up in north, all the way up north in Clifton, New Jersey, Zuheli Collado, and I hope I'm saying her name right. I'm not. It's Z-U-H-E-L-L-Y. You don't need to spell it. Just know that you're not. Okay. Zuheli. I don't know how the fuck you do say it, but it's not that. I like Zuheli. Sure. She sounds like a badass. <laughs> well, she had the opposite problem. She was taking a shower when she heard something strange. Her toilet was bubbling. Oh. And then within moments, she heard her nine-year-old daughter, Camilla, scream, Mom, my bedroom is leaking. <gasps> Can I tell you, by the way, while we're here, that my six-year-old calls overflowing over flooding and always has and i think it's so cute oh she's primed and ready to take this disaster podcast over yes I love yes it. she is good oh let me t- hold on i have another thing to tell you about that should i tell you now or should i wait tell me now okay we were um we we're visiting my mom and my uh michigan family a few days ago so i apologize if my michigan accent is back with a vengeance i have tried to get rid of it every time i think i succeed i listen to my own podcast <laughs> um and i realize that i'm a slow speaking northerner <laughs> and it's sad <laughs> no we were visiting my family and i had had that misadventure with a wolf spider that morning which i'm not gonna get into but you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about yeah, giant wolf spider in the shower, long story short. So we were there, and I was talking to my cousin, Amy. Hi, Amy. She listens now. Hi. And my mom. And I said, do you want to know a terrible story? And Adelaide jumps in, and she says, 99 years ago, there was a terrible flood. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you know, mom, you did an episode about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Did I? I don't think I did an episode about a flood 99 years ago. Maybe the Mississippi one, but I don't think that was 99 years ago. And why do you know that? She was referring to the Hardin Cemetery episode. Oh my gosh. I don't know why she thinks it was 99 years ago at all. But, and I, I brought, we, we got sidetracked on that. Then I brought it up a couple more times. I'm like, okay, no, but seriously, do you want to hear a terrible story? And every time she would cut in and be like, 99 years ago, there was a terrible flood. And she was not trying to be funny at all. So, yeah, speaking of children ready to take over our podcast, continue. I love okay, her darkness. So, nine-year-old, the room is flooding. So, yeah, her bedroom's leaking. That's not good. No, it's scary. Then, water started spraying from the seams of the brick wall in their first floor apartment. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. In a panic, she called her family and then desperately started grabbing some personal effects. Yeah, new listeners, I'm still interested in this. We got a whole new group of people. What do you grab? Let me know. What If you have to get out of there quick, what's the, what's the one thing you grab? Yeah, what's going in your bug out bag? Mm-hmm. So she starts grabbing for some things. And then water started pouring through her once closed windows. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> From her bedroom, she watched as her shoes floated away. 
Oh, this is freaking me out. And then she watched as her couch floated in. (gasps) I think she should go somewhere and stop watching this. Well, then the wall started collapsing around them. So she did. She reached for the drawer. And it would not open. Oh. They were trapped. Quote, the water was up to my neck and I was just banging on my door and screaming for help for anyone to come help us. My daughter was swimming and holding on my shoulder because that's how deep it was. Finally, the building supervisor and another man were able to pry the door open from the outside, carrying the mother and the daughter to safety. The two survived the scary incident, but their personal belongings did not. Even her car was found sitting on top of another car in the parking lot. A stranger offered her a pair of gold slippers since her own shoes floated away, a gesture that moved her. Quote, It's so strange, but when you don't have anything, something like this means the world. Those golden slippers are like gold to me. Oh, why is this episode so heartwarming? (laughs) And that, my friends, is your Hurricane Ida episode. I hope it was okay. God, is this a crazy intense episode or am I really hormonal right now? (laughs) Probably a bit of both. Okay, this isn't, this isn't my life. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that, too. You did such a good job. Thank you. You ready for some disaster relief? Jesus, yes, we need it. (laughs) I'll go first, since I'm just being an episode hog today. It's your episode, you (laughs) ding-dong. So... We mentioned kids earlier, so my disaster relief is our mom group, Julie specifically, I had reached out and I'm like, oh, they're saying we're not having power for a month. Help. What do I do? I can't send my kids outside. It's not fucking safe. There's like down power lines and trees and snakes and I don't know, like they definitely can't jump on our trampoline. (laughs) So she, everybody reached out with some excellent 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 um things to do with kids indoors to you know just kind of pass time uh one of my favorites that julie sent well there was two one was doing a a zip line with legos like you tie like a a rope for one side and then you build something that can you know zip line your legos across the room it was cute and then she gave me all i'll make sure i post it was it was a calendar and it was the 30 day Lego challenge. And every day is like a new thing. Like mom and dad want a new house. They want you to build it. And so then you have to build it or NASA needs a new rocket. Can you build us a rocket? Oh, that's adorable. It is adorable. And my kids freaking loved it. They were like, well, we, what's tomorrow's? And I'm like, we have to wait till tomorrow. And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're (laughs) right. Like, I don't want you bugging me here. Do four or five. It's time to bring out Elf on the Shelf a couple months early. (laughs) Right, right, right. So, yeah. Thank you, Julie. And I think we should actually, I think what I want to do is sit down and put everybody's suggestion. And then maybe in our Facebook group, like when I have extra time, when I'm not cutting down shit, (laughs) putting it together a list and then maybe putting it in our files for people to print out. So if they're like, find themselves in, you know, a, no electricity situation absolutely maybe they could have that on hand and so yes i love it not everybody has a unicorn group quite like we do so <laughs> no no that's amazing 
So what's yours? Well, hold on. I would like to request that before this is all said and done, we get like a um like a a sweaty tank top chainsaw Melanie picture. I think that you could be a gay icon, like the next Lady Gaga situation. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. No, it's really not. People just want you funky. And I I feel like we have a lot of listeners who would be into it. Okay. I think it's fair. Or just send it to me. I don't care. I'll do it. I'll be your spank bank. If you do, (laughs) I pinky promise it'll be my disaster relief next week. Okay. I'll do it. (laughs) Tank top? You said tank top. Dirty tank top. I mean, just like a G.I. Jane situation. You you know the vibe I'm going for here. I, I know your vibe. Yes, you do. All too well. So, uh, mine is silly compared to all this. Mine is Panera Bread. <laughs> Panera Bread? Pan- Do you have that there? Okay, I I've had Panera Bread once, and I don't I don't get it. I don't. Am I doing it wrong? You know, no, you know. Honestly, I've kind of felt the same way, and I've been trying for a really long time. I actually had my first date at Panera Bread when I was fifteen years old. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> no one knows that. Not even my husband. I guess my mom does. But no, I, I've actually never really been into it at all. But my husband got a bug up his butt to go get some Panera Bread recently, and he got these steak and cheese sandwiches, and they were delicious. Hmm. Like really delicious. I've been craving them ever since. And then I was already kind of thinking about that. And then, hold on, hold on, hold on. So then I, my other bestie texted me and was like, I have an idea for your disaster relief. And apparently Panera has a coffee subscription situation. Oh no, I should have had the the instructions in front of me. You, <laughs> you do some kind of subscription and then you can get a coffee refill. Like, I think like every three hours for free or something insane. And they also do it with tea. I don't drink coffee or tea, but a lot of people do. And apparently she is loving it. Hold on and I will find you her testimonial. (laughs) (laughs) She's very enthusiastic about this and I like it. Okay. She says, and at first I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't even drink coffee. And then I remember the delicious steak sandwich. She says, okay, so Panera has this $8.99 a month pass to get free coffee every two hours. So I can order a coffee every two hours if I wanted to, and it would be free. Right now you get the first three months free. It's been great for me personally. So she's been jacked up on coffee all week. and <laughs> Nobody wants me jacked up on coffee. I mean, maybe we would get a better chainsaw picture that way. <laughs> <laughs> I got like a whole pirate eye thing going. And <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So I, that is actually, you know, sort of a guest disaster relief, but I would also like to plug Panera's steak and cheese sandwich and first date ambiance. Yeah, beef. You like the beef too. <laughs> we like the beef. I do. Oh, yeah. I used to like Arby's. I used to love Arby's. It used to be like my cheat day thing if I was doing a restrictive dieting thing, which I don't really do anymore. But when I did, Arby's was my cheat day every time. And then I got pregnant. And the mere thought of it made me want to projectile vomit for the entire pregnancy. And it has not been the same since. (laughs) Yeah, Cody used to like it. And then when we first started dating, we went there and I grabbed a sandwich. And I was like, I held it up and I'm like, oh, look at my meat curtains. And then it was, he was done. (gasps) Never again. He was like, done. So I'm slowly getting him back. I grossed him out with the beefy vagina sandwich thing. How how did you, how did you catch him? (laughs) We are complete opposites. I don't you know. You are an why. odd couple. I do not know why he puts up with my shit, but I sure do love him for it. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> but when did he find out about you? I think he still is. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. 
we all are, but when when do you think he was like, oh my god, this is a, a crass little opossum of a woman? Oh, straight away. I mean, I had a, when I first met him, I had a mohawk, and uh, but <laughs> I would I would wear like a like these little bandanas around, you know, like kind of fold up like a headband. So we feel couldn't, free to bring that back for the chainsaw picture. Yeah. So he didn't like he didn't know I had a mohawk. He thought I just had short hair. <laughs> So he saw in all his all his glory um, when it was too late. You know, he's very. Put- what were you pregnant by then? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, I mean, I'm just a very plausible. convincing. I'm a very convincing person. So no, w- we've been real busy with five kids. It's a lot, and uh, he works a lot, a lot, and uh, I will say the one thing that this hurricane has done is brought us surprisingly like crazy close again you know not like we were drifting but we've really had to been reliant and trust each other to make the right decisions during something so scary and uh yeah it was a it was a total reminder why we were back together it's, it feels like a, a vow renewal maybe oh <laughs> it's, it's sweet. weird but no, that's beautiful. We always like each other, but we, we're back to, you know, doing the little booty pops and stuff. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, in one episode, I've called you a uh, manic pixie business person and a crass little possum of a woman. I like it. <laughs> I like all these compliments. And solicited you for chainsaw spank bank photos. And that's our friendship in a nutshell. <laughs> so... I'm I'm super excited that we got to record tonight and that my electricity is on. And I think this was long enough for my hot water heater to maybe have pumped out some, some heat. Go wash your ass. Uh, I'm telling you, fucking cold showers are terrible. I hate it. Yeah, you took one last night and you almost died. You're really not a complainer, but you had a lot to say about that cold shower. <laughs> I had some hot takes, so. You, yeah. I would say sweet dreams or no dreams, but right now I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to go take a fucking bath i stink yeah my house smells like a fucking gymnasium in here because we've just been in 90 degree heat sweating and uh it's gross so yeah i'm gonna clean ass or no ass clean ass or no ass (laughs) (laughs) hey horrible ghouls hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you would like to share your personal MarkSafe moment, you can send it to us at MarkSafePodcast at gmail.com. Please give our podcast a rate, review, and subscribe, and tell your buddies about us too. That goes a long way. If you want to further elevate your support, check out our MarkSafe Patreon page, where we have shoutouts, goodies, and some bonus content in the works. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and as always, stay safe.